Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. Do you love to play golf? Do you wish you could be a more consistent and confident player? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Golf Strategy School podcast, where we discuss specific practice strategies used by some of the best golf instructors from around the world. Here's your host, Marty Griffin. Hey, Golf Strategy School, it's Marty here with you again, and this week's question is a listener question, not a member question, and it comes from McDivitt on Twitter. Uh, He says, at Golf Strategy, been struggling with impact position, caster, weight even or back, just got swing talk, any new drills to use with this? Thanks. Well, hey, McDivitt, thanks for reaching out. Uh, As you may or may not know, people, I am on Twitter at golf underscore strategy, so if you have questions, feel free to send them through that way as well. Uh, But getting back to your question, McDivitt, this sounds like it's the classic kind of over-the-top move, the -the over-the-top slice. Uh, Without having seen a swing video, I can't be 100% certain, but these are some telltale words, some buzzer words for over-the-top. So in case you don't know, uh, over-the-top means that you're coming into impact, usually with the face of the golf club open, and you're cutting across the ball. So you make that almost like a lumberjack swinging an axe move usually pretty right side dominant for us right-handed players and you cut across the ball depending on how severe your motion is this could be a nice little pull fade that actually lands you generally where you want to be or it could be that giant slice that a lot of you are probably dealing with that could end up three fairways over Uh, no matter how severe that shape though one of my absolute favorite solutions to this is it stays the same and it comes from uh, past guest Bob Duncan. Actually, now that I think about this, you know, I, I don't think Bob covered this exact issue in our episode, but he certainly does lay out his fundamentals and how he teaches. Uh, yeah, matter of fact, now that I'm thinking about it more, it's I'm fairly certain that I saw this as a response from Bob to a question somewhere else online. Either way, it's a, a pretty straightforward solution that. For me, the more straightforward, the better. Uh, but for all of you listeners who don't really quite know my teaching style, I like to teach using as many different forms of feedback as possible. So physical physical feedback, so if there's some sort of obstacle. Uh, visual feedback, so you can maybe see that obstacle as well. And honestly, even auditory feedback. So if it's a whoosh of a club, or obviously you can hear how it sounds coming off the club differently. Um and when we're doing these types of, of feedback drills, uh, 
I try to put you in a in a position that's probably more extreme than your standard everyday fairway shot. That way, when you're no longer actually focusing on fixing this problem, and if you practice in the extreme method, you know, when you're actually on the course and you're just trying to execute in your mind or and body kind of regress off of that extreme feeling a little bit, and they end up falling exactly where they should have been all along. So uh, anyway, enough of the delay. Uh, back to you, McDivitt. So it's pretty easy. I want you to go find a hill, and I want you to hit off of the incline. So, you know, as the hill rises up in front of you, that's where I want you to hit balls from. Uh, Ball should be a few inches above your feet. This way, if you come over the top or if you cast a little bit, you're going to get the really extreme physical feedback of slamming your club right into the side of that hill. Uh, Trust me, after a few times, your brain's going to figure out real quick a way to get around that. And it's going to be to quit coming over the top and actually come from the inside. Uh, now the other part of your question, you know, about the, the weight being even or back, probably a little bit harder to fix simply because the process of fixing this is going to be a much more noticeable feeling. You know, if you're hitting off of a hill and you, you hit the ground a couple times because your form is incorrect, you're going to start to correct it. And it's all really rather subconscious, but getting weight going forward you know, you could hit off of a downhill lie, but that's usually tough for a lot of people to do. Um, you know, if your weight's even or drifting backwards at impact, to me, really what it says is that you've got a little bit of a reverse pivot going on. And for those of you who are not aware, a reverse pivot is when your upper body actually shifts towards the target on the backswing. So that way, when you follow through, you really have no choice but to uncoil and you finish with your weight either middle or kind of actually drifting backwards into your stance. And as you can imagine, weight moving backwards rather than forwards can be pretty costly in the distance department. Uh, One drill that can help this and certainly add extra yardage is one, it's one of the swing exercises from Mike and Kyle over at Super Speed Golf. It's their step change of direction drill. Uh, Basically think Happy Gilmore without the run up to the ball. Uh, they do have a, a clip on YouTube of how they do this, and I'll link right to that portion of the video in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. Um, but doing this will actually get your weight going forward at impact, which actually kind of helps fix the casting problem as well, helps you build lag so you don't cast. And this will leave you longer, which is always appreciated for most people, and it'll help you kind of get everything else in line too, so you can be down the middle of the fairway. So kind of rounding the two of them out, they they are common or they, they do have a point in common where one does kind of feed off of the other. But if you can, you know, just find maybe a spot on the driving range or maybe you just go out on the course and you find that incline out there and you drop a few balls during your next practice round and just hit off of an incline. You know, that ball should be a good, you know, three, four, heck even six inches if it's if it's really a bad over the top casting motion should be about you know four to six inches above your feet and then the only way that you can make solid contact with the ball is to fix that over the top move so uh there's another really cool boy i think it's called like the water bottle drill um and i for the life of me i cannot think of 
the people who do it on YouTube, but I'll track that one down as well. Uh, essentially, they they lay out a couple water bottles. Uh, they put one water bottle, uh, essentially even with their left toe, but maybe three or four inches towards you inside of the ball. So it's even with your left toe, but a little bit inside of the actual club path. And then on the backside, they do one essentially even with your right toe that's three or four inches away from you outside of the club path. So that way, if you were to come over the top, you're going to go thump, thump and hit those two water bottles. Uh, so it serves as a nice visual um, stimulus as well. So I'll, I'll track that video down as well. Uh, I'll put them all in the show notes. And uh, hopefully that answers your question, McDivitt. Again, if you have a question and you want to reach out through Twitter like McDivitt did, go ahead and give me a shout out. My handle is at golf underscore strategy. Or you can uh, communicate to me through the website as well, www.golfstrategyschool.com. Otherwise, I hope everybody has a great week and I will catch you all in the short grass. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Golf Strategy School podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the Golf Strategy Academy, visit golfstrategyschool.com slash membership dash info. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.